0: does the thing. It's actually not bad. Like just in a one-on-one conversation it'll record our audio stream separately. Um, similar oh, okay. to what, yeah, similar to what the Discord bot used to do except the Discord bot's dead now. The developer got tired of maintaining it. Uh, well. Mm, let me correct myself. The developer got tired of having to constantly adjust to the way that Discord kept modifying its API and breaking how his bot connected.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: Well, you know what that makes sense.
1: Yeah. It's it's hard to keep uh, keep current when people keep changing their platforms.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to stand in one place when they keep yanking the rug out from under you. Yeah, exactly. So, what do you do? Mm-hmm. well welcome back to another episode of scouting stuff we've got two of us this evening we're doing another remote recording so at this end of the internet it's me scouter ken coming to you live from my furnace room and over on the other end of the pipe is scouter colin hello hello how are you uh well um it's 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 been a while yeah i think this is our first episode of 2022 that we've done together.
1: Well, it didn't help that January was kind
0: of good you know a thing. Yeah,
1: January happened. And happy birthday, by the way, belated, yeah. of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks. Both both of us have crossed the big four uh, zero yeah. in COVID times. Yep. yeah. So that's happened. But was it a
1: was it a good day?
0: I mean, it it ultimately it was right. Like the uh, the evening Google Meet thing was a bit of a bust. But yeah, was, honestly, about- <laughs> oh, no, 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 that's fine. Like, I know you weren't feeling well. Um, and, but I mean, like, realistically, you know what? I was actually getting towards the, on the actual, like, day, I was kind of just like, you know, like, I don't even really need to, like, see anybody today. Grace and I went out for dinner yep. and that was, like, good enough for me. I'm not, I don't know, like some people, like a big blowout birthday, like you've thrown some really great parties. And mm-hmm. Grace likes to do something that involves as many people as she can get under whatever circumstances we're operating under. And I'm just not, I, I do it kind of out of like social obligation. I'll try and put something together, but I'm just like, eh, eh, whatever. Um, so, you know, it was a smaller affair, you know, the kids made cake and we had dinner at, on the day. And then, you know, Grace and I went out for dinner on the Friday and it was like, that was nice. That was just enough. Hmm. Well, that's good.
1: Yeah. I'm glad you were able to enjoy it. Yeah, um, I and was not doing I was not doing so good.
0: <laughs> no, you were not having a good that week.
1: No, <laughs> I I am not sure if I had the uh, the infamous uh, Omicron variant, but mm. also all signs. If I shake the magic eight ball, it would it would be all signs point to yes.
0: Mm.
1: Other other than, uh, you know, I wasn't able to test for it, so. Uh, I just have to deduce that uh, I was hanging around uh, work and some of the work folk came into came into contact with it and it kind of spread through the office fairly quick. Uh,
0: so, I mean, that does indeed point to yes, but it is worth noting that there was a seemingly rather nasty cold going around at the same time. Mm. Um, we got hit a couple of weeks later with said nasty cold. And I mean, do you need rapid tests by the way, because they've been handing them out like candy at school at, at the kids' that's what school.
1: I've, that's what I've heard. Um, I was, need, I was, I'll was. i run
0: you a box because I don't even know what I'm going to do apart from like start an eBay side business. Like it's just terrible how many I have. Um,
1: well, I, I was going to, I was going to the next time I need some, I will let you know. But uh, yeah, I, I was actually talking to a client and he said the same thing. He's like, Yeah. You know, the, the, the kids are bringing them home from school and uh, I don't know. (laughs) So he's like, if you need one, I got one. I'm like, well, uh, I think that, I think that ship has sailed to be honest with you. So, you know.
0: But But, the reason I mentioned it is because like, you know, yeah, we got hit with something nasty, took us out one by one. Um, I kind of managed to stay standing through all of it, but like Grace was in bed for a few days. Most of the kids kind of took turns taking up residence on the couch yeah. Um, but we kept we after like the th- second or third negative test, we're like, well, we should really stop wasting these things because I guess this ain't it. So <laughs> um of course that was when we only had like two boxes. Now we have
1: 10. Yeah, you have a small small <laughs> horde of them. But yeah,
0: well, and I mean also because like my wife gets them at work too, right? Oh
1: uh, like, yeah, I'm right.
0: Medical professional. Yeah. So well for me, um, yeah, no, it was I'm glad uh, you pulled through. I'm glad you're feeling much better. Yeah.
1: Well, in, in, uh, I, like I said, I just, I can only deduce it from the, the, the fact that I hadn't gone anywhere except for work and home and people at work had it. And so I was like, well, but it was, it was an uncomfortable 24 hours. Let me tell you.
0: Well, I mean, on the plus side, it was only 24 hours. So that's good. But yeah, that's, I mean, it's never fun yeah. to be sick anyways, but especially you not know, with something new.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, everyone has a different experience from, from the discussion. We were all comparing notes at work. <laughs> oh, to, man. It's, it's like, what did you have? <laughs> oh, well, uh, I had those, but I also had this.
0: <laughs> oh boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then I lost my taste or my sense of or, uh, my taste and smell. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I, I drink some hot sauce just for the fun of it. I'm like, why would you do that?
0: Because <laughs> it wasn't going to hurt anyways. <laughs> because this will
1: be the only time I can do it and it won't burn.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh man. Well,
1: your choice, buddy. Uh,
0: I mean, it might numb your tongue, but I don't think it numbs your stomach.
1: <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Right. Like a oh, little hard pass. Oh. <laughs>
0: so, but anyways, well, you pulled through. So awesome. Yes. Um, but, I mean, I kind of lucked out because of course, Scouts Canada had their claim the flame thing they were doing. So they came on to talk about that. And then they hooked me up with the, uh, with Siobhan to talk about the sustainable development goals. So Ah, some good good content to start the year, but it's good to be talking with you again. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it.
1: I've been, uh, you know, we kind of missed the last, the the last time, but you know, at some point, at some point we'll be able to, you know, sit in person again
0: and and chat because that's that's always better (laughs) it is it really is my wife was just saying good night here she's out in vancouver right now um Ah. giving her sister a hand um oh so uh gone out for school or uh no no um so her sister and her husband out there just welcomed their second kid into the world ah and okay yeah, the one to two transition is actually that's probably the steepest part of the kid having difficulty curve. Ah, uh, yes. Um, so, she what's just, the age
1: difference? Like, if you don't mind me asking personal questions of your of your extended family, it's four-ish. Like, oh, what's
0: the about four years? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so not horrible.
0: No, but you know they, um, it, it is would a you struggle. Say it's
1: harder. Would you say it's harder the closer they are in years, or easier?
0: No, it's purely a numbers game. One to two is hard. Two to three is not as hard. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah.
1: This is this is the man that doesn't have kids, so. <laughs> hmm.
0: I speak from experience.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh I was gonna say you you, on the other hand, have all of that experience. Yes. I I not so much.
0: <laughs> yeah. So she went out there to help out. Um she actually like literally, I mean, I drove her to the airport, but mm-hmm. um it would have, like, I mean, as one who flies occasionally, I know full well what a cab to the airport costs from our house. Yes. And the seat sale she got with WestJet was ridiculous. Is she it paid, in, like,
1: $69 range or, like, the $70 range?
0: Yeah, about that. Like, she's literally, she paid less for the round-trip flight than she would have paid... To cab to the airport and back <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, that's ridiculous <laughs> well i i i i know that i've i've uh dabbled with the um looking at you know points for flying versus actually paying for the fare for the seat sale yep and uh it works out to sometimes it works out to about the same it doesn't matter what you use, the points or the, or the, uh, cause you have to pay the taxes and whatnot on the, no, that's
0: typically. what I mean. Even with the taxes yeah. and all of the extra surcharges. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah is, It was like, I mean, it was kind of in that, it was kind of in that, I don't know, she booked it fairly early on. And it was like kind of in that time when, you know, they were, nobody was flying anyways. And so they were just like, Please do anything to keep us in business. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, yeah. here We're giving away our seats. Take oh, them.
0: They pretty much were. So, mm-hmm. you know, well, she nabbed good. a. Yeah. So, good for her. She's out there right now, so just hanging out with the kids. What do you do? That's awesome.
1: And she she's left you at home in charge?
0: Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> I'm I'm who's the one really in charge, in charge right of your
1: here. house right now, but Yeah. <laughs> you're just you're just uh you're just running interference right now that's what
0: <laughs> yeah i mean to be fair um her mother is here as well and that is a welcome thing so um i was actually able to you know be a functional and productive employee of my employer uh today nice. which is good but uh yeah don't just have to anyways mm-hmm. so that's where things are at cool
1: Hey, uh, I'm curious. What, what did you, uh, what did you want to talk about today? Well, you know, you know, there's lots, but (laughs) did you have something in particular in mind?
0: Well, you know what? I was going through the old ideas documents and I mean, I'm going to have to prune these things back. A lot of the stuff's no longer relevant, but one thing stuck out at me. So, and the Facebook page in particular is not being updated anymore, but there's a, there was a Baden Powell Facebook page, which may have been run by some scouts out of Kenya, but I'm not sure. But at any rate, one of the things they posted, uh I saved in the ideas list and I thought to myself, you know, this might actually be an interesting, this is sort of more of a philosophical discussion than anything else, but maybe it's worth exploring a little bit because uh and you know what, I only have the short version of the quote here on my phone, so let me pull up the full version of the quote. So they started with a Baden-Powell quote. Scouting is a brotherhood, a scheme which, in practice, disregards differences of class, creed, country, and color through the undefinable spirit that pervades it, the spirit of God's gentleman. So that's Baden-Powell. And the question that the Baden-Powell Facebook page posed was, how has your exposure to Scouts from other countries influenced your worldview? Hmm. And, I mean... I don't know. There's lots of different directions we could go. I am honestly, I mean, and at the same time, you're, there's lots of other things you write that we could talk about, um, You know, especially like in light of you know half of the Canadian provinces and a bunch of U.S. states starting to significantly roll back their restrictions, um, but mm-hmm. there's been no new guidance from Scouts Canada, so I don't really want to wade into those waters yet without some idea of where we're going. Um, yeah, exactly. It's all <laughs> speculation at this point. Exactly. I know my kids don't have, you know, I know my kids can now optionally wear a mask when they go back to school on Monday, but they probably still will. Um, but you know, it's like it's it's so much is up in the air right now with that that I don't care. But then this one kind of just, you know, I was going through the list and I'm like, oh yeah, this one's tricky. This one like stuck out a little bit.
1: I like a good philosophical discussion of Scouter
0: Ken. You know? Yeah. Plus, you know, we get to reminisce about like WJ and all the rest. So yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. uh, so yeah. Just to restate the question one more time: How has your yeah. exposure to scouts from other countries influenced your worldview? Hmm. I got something if you need a minute.
1: Well, I'm, I just you know the ha- the hamster hasn't been running very hard. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so, yeah, sorry to drop sh- a heavy one on you. Just right, it's there, shaking the cobwebs right out, out and and
1: uh, you know uh, engaging some neurons that haven't been fired for such a long time, right? So. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I mean, I obviously yeah, one one gravitates towards the experiences had traveling for for WJ. Mm. I mean, that's that, you know, and your experience uh chatting with scouts from from other countries. Um, it's interesting cuz I th- I think we can we we I think we both experienced that uh, you know, if you belong to S- scouting you are you you usually surround like that organization has very like-minded individuals that uh that that gravitate towards it right so i think you always feel at home in and amongst scouts like that that's kind of my my initial my initial foray into this right now
0: no that's that's absolutely true um true enough that my wife has remarked on it happening Yeah, in the past right she's like Mm -hmm. you know you are such a wallflower at like fam and and I mean not so much anymore right but like when we started dating uh, Mm -hmm. it's like you are such a wallflower at like family events and whatever else but I put you in a room full of scouts and you're just like you've known them for 20 years even though you met them five minutes ago Mm -hmm. so that's definitely true like can confirm firsthand (laughs) yeah Um, yeah I
1: I think it's the act of uh, of traveling and and just conversation exchanging ideas and that kind of stuff that does expand one's world view um you know when you live a very insular life uh you know getting that experience from you know not not seeing what's beyond your own four walls kind of thing or you know take that analogy and extrapolate it to however far you want to you want to go but if if you don't you know, take the opportunities to, to converse with someone, uh, from a different, uh, a different, uh, country, you don't know their experiences, right? You don't know, um, so it gives you perspective for sure.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you kind of touched on the two things that occurred to me as well. Um, and maybe I'll attack the second one first, because that kind of dovetails nicely with what you just said, which is that, like, it really get meeting Scouts from other countries and then also just exploring like through the Scouting Five news and stuff like that, exploring mm-hmm. what Scouts from other countries do, but also having met them in person or met them through other means like Joe to Jody and just mm-hmm. you know being able to converse with Scouts from a bunch of different places in the world um, really has for me hammered home like you know sort of like you said uh, or you, you know you talked about like sort of an insular life and that's true. But just, you know, it makes, it makes me think of just like how darn good we have it just life in general here in Canada, you know? And I mean, I don't say that to, I, I know people are legitimately struggling with all manner of things. I am too. And I don't say that to trivialize that, but you know, I look at our scouts or our cubs and like, you know, tomorrow the scouts are going to be doing a day camp out at, uh, you know, out uh, at one of the scout properties in the area. Um, They're going to be going snowshoeing and doing camp cooking and all of the rest of that good stuff, right? And that's going to be a fun day and they're going to do a lot of stuff with their outdoor adventure skills. And like, so there's going to be a good deal of scout craft in the stuff that they tackle for six hours out in the snow. And that's going to be great. But equally, there's other scout groups in the world right now who are, you know, coming off the end of helping their community respond to a typhoon, (laughs) <laughs> or, um, right. you know, like, yeah. uh, helping the, you know, helping their community rebuild after some disaster or mm-hmm. fighting, uh, you know, fighting and, and doing advocacy against, um, cultural practices that are like discriminatory or, you know, even like involve like mutilating people, like just there, mm-hmm. the things that scouts in other parts of the world are facing and doing, um, are, you know, In some cases, like, they're literally life and death stuff, right? And they're chipping in and helping out and doing what scouts do best. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I wouldn't wish that on our scouts, but it does kind of illustrate to me that, you know, like, wow, yeah, like, life in Canada is very, very fortunate. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are places in the world where life is a significantly larger struggle and scouts are right in the middle of that doing their level best to make it less of a struggle. Right. Mm, Yep. Um, so that's the first thing Uh, or, well, that was the second thing. And then the first thing was like you said, you know, like it's just at the same time, given those wild differences in circumstances, you can kind of put us all in a room together and we all have a common framework that we're operating from, you know, sort of a not necessarily always a common temperament, but you know, like scouting is itself a commonality that we have. And the principles of scouting tend to be fairly consistent around the entire world. And the sort of people that are drawn to those principles tend to be similar kinds of people around the world. People Mm -hmm. who excel in scouting tend to be very similar kinds of people, no matter where they are from in the world. And so, yeah, you know, you can walk into A circumstance like a jamboree where, you know, literally you've, there's some German scouts over there and some Swiss scouts over there and some Kenyan scouts over there. And you've never met any of these people before in your life, but you can hit it off with them. Like you've known them for years. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Well, I mean, and, and, and it always helps to have like, you know, a friendly competition. (laughs) Yeah.
0: How high can you fly your kite? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) the mad scramble to find more dental floss. (sighs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's right. The The helicopter. The the helicopter was the best. It was the
1: best. The dollar store kite. Oh my god.
0: (laughs) I'm. Pretty sure we've told the story before, but the quick recap for anybody who's new enough to the podcast that they haven't heard this before. So we're at WJ2007, Colin and I, and a bunch of other guys, we're all from, we're all in rovers at the time Mm -hmm. and we have a kite and it's like this dollar store. Was it a Canadian flag kite? I don't Um, remember. No, but we put a, we put a little Canadian flag on it. Canadian flag on the string somewhere. So anyways, we're flying this kite as you do. And this other rover crew from another country starts flying their kite. Cause they apparently also had one, or maybe they ran into a nearby town to grab one. I'm not even, I don't even remember, mm-hmm. but they had a kite and theirs was a little higher than ours. So then it became a competition of adding more string and adding more string to get the kite higher and higher and higher. And eventually we're resorting to like using dental floss and whatever else we can find to get our, there kite was one even scouter that was weaving
1: that day that had a roll of like 500 meter worth of dental floss or something yeah. like that. It was just ridiculous.
0: Yep. Yeah. So we're just adding more and more string to this thing. Uh oh, it's really good, man. really good sheet bend practice, I guess. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I had strong dental floss, I might yeah. add.
0: Well, it is, I mean, it is, right? Dental you ever tried to actually just like rip dental floss without that little metal tooth? It yeah. It does not play nice. No. Um, so yeah, you got <laughs> I think I think the other Rovers eventually conceded the match, um, but we yeah, had the dark But we kite. kept
1: we kept yeah. we kept the kite in the air until the uh, the wind currents or the air currents that were up there stopped, yeah. and then Pretty it was much. a mad scramble to bring this thing down
0: because
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we <laughs> we had to use the the field that all the entertainment was going on in. Yeah, L- fortunately, there wasn't much going on at the time. We were able to like run 500 meters out to the trees and back. Uh, you know except
0: except for this one point where some member of the royal family is coming to tour the jamboree grounds because this is over in england and they arrive by helicopter and the helicopter like takes off to take them away again and like they literally have to sort of like circumnavigate jog the... a little bit around our kite because it's in the way <laughs> uh, that was entertaining yeah. good times good good times but with yeah. that too right like you know you can just have that sort of spontaneous um there's like a simultaneous friendship. And like you say, competition there.
1: Yeah. Um, and it, it wasn't, there wasn't anything malicious about the competition. It was just like, Oh, <laughs> I well, see your game.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, it's on now. All right, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I've upped my auntie. up yours. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, it's all in fun. Ah, uh, yeah. And
0: it was. And
1: they even I mean, came by and we, we, uh, we, we chatted for a while, as I seem to recall. Like, yeah, they it did. Was,
0: they did. It was, it was yeah. a great way to meet people. Well, and it, lots of people came by and chatted us. Like we had the news lady from somewhere like Nigeria oh, yeah. or somewhere who's like, yeah. you know, just like, what are you doing? <laughs> kind of explained what was going on. We're um, having fun. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's just a very, 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 very particular kind of very formalized fun. Um yeah. <laughs> with with uh yeah and, and other other groups are coming by like oh nice kite. Um but like <laughs> you see that little dot up there? That's yeah, that, the kite. <laughs> that, that's the kite. <laughs> and the smaller dots, the Canadian flag, just so you yeah. know it's ours. <laughs> just
1: just below it, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. But like I mean, so many other memories come out of that, right? Like I remember um, you know, like the event I was working at, um, we had some Swiss rovers that were there. And, you know, we got on pretty good. Um, and I mean, they were, they were friendly enough. There's like two girls, two, two, two girls from Switzerland. And I mean, they were, they were good fun. Um, we were all having just a blast hanging out, doing our event. And (laughs) a few days in, they arranged with like, because some of the different, um, national contingents had like meal tents. So you could explore traditional cuisines of their culture. Yeah. So they actually arranged like, they, they booked us a time where we had the whole Swiss cooking pavilion to ourselves and they served us like fondue and it was, ah, oh, oh was so good. Um, or, you know, the coming, coming back onshore, right. Coming back a few years earlier. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think you were at CJ 97, but of course I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the cake. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there, there, there are quite, there is quite the legend about the cake so
0: yeah well and you know it's,
1: it's kind of got its own uh, uh its own lore to it i i think at this point
0: <laughs> it, it does uh the the actual execution is much less glamorous um mostly it involves mostly it involves us being 14 year old boys meeting some cute girls from another scout group from ontario um mm-hmm. And simultaneously wanting to, you know, bake a cake at camp. And these two things got fused. Um, But anyways.
1: (laughs) It's kind of like, it's kind of like the land of yellow in that regard. It's like (laughs) how the story got embellished over the years.
0: (laughs) Yes. It did take on a very legendary quality. Honestly, though. The story that I'm surprised didn't take on the story from CJ97 that I'm surprised didn't take on a more legendary quality was the storm. Mm. Um, but again, like this is sort of you know one of those examples of how when you're all there in a scouting context to do scouting stuff, um, it it helps. I don't want to say it. I mean, I guess in a way it does. I guess in a way, break down boundaries is the right way to put it. And I want to make sure that I kind of, you know, I guess I have to pad that statement a little bit, right? But, you know, under normal circumstances, I probably wouldn't just randomly rush into someone's tent at 2 Mm a.m. But, you know, in that circumstance, Mm -hmm. when the next group over, their tents all got blown down and ours were still up, yeah, that's what they did. Because it was pouring down rain and they didn't have a tent to stay in anymore and mine was still standing. So all of a sudden I have, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> some random girl crawling into my tent and then you know another scout after that and it's like hey how y'all doing or a venturer, rather um we were yep. all venturers in that part of the in that subcamp. yeah but ah uh, um and then of course you know after the rain had abated us all pitching in to help everybody get their stuff back up mm-hmm. uh, and just you know those opportunities to <laughs> if there were any if there was any tensions or rivalries there or anything like that like it all just fades away right and you're just like you know what let's just let's just get you back in your tent so that, you know, you can get up in the morning and keep doing what we're all here to do. It's a jamboree. Let's have fun.
1: Well, at that, at that world jamboree that we were at, um, same kind of thing. Uh, windstorm had blown through and, and essentially tents, uh, like the garage package tents were all blown down and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. And
1: you're expecting youth right away and that kind of stuff. And, and this, the, this speaks to kind of the work ethic and and that kind of stuff of scouts because everybody just jumped into action and and was like helping each other out where they could, and if they if they couldn't or if they didn't know exactly what to be doing, they were asking people that looked like they needed help if they needed help and that kind of thing, right? So it's you know, it's a kind of a a feel good moment there.
0: Yep, and then of course you know my own travels outside of a scouting context, right? Obviously travel for work and i've gotten Mm. into that habit i mean it's been a while now but i've gotten into that habit of reaching out to scout groups and just being able to show up with this or that scout group in wherever i am the u.s ireland other parts of canada Mm -hmm. and you just fit right in right and i mean maybe there's differences like you know the american scouts they usually have questions Mm -hmm. um the irish scouting program is nearly identical to ours in terms of its implementation feels very familiar um the american one is more different and so they do have questions but uh sometimes but i mean like whatever you can just show up and whatever they're doing you can just roll right into right like it's Mm -hmm. oh cool we're doing that all right i'm down let's go um actually i was going through some stuff you on the uh i mean obviously colin and i are talking via zoom so he can see this but uh oh yes This is this is a origami dragon made from a napkin. And it was made for me by a uh, by a scout at uh, while I was down in Bismarck, North Dakota. Uh, I got invited to attend a blue and gold banquet there. And then kind of in that same time frame, I got invited to attend like uh, another ceremony as well. Um, And so I was just chatting with this scout and uh, and his mom was one of the, the scout leaders. So we were kind of just all three sitting at a table having a discussion and he folded me this origami dragon and I uh, tucked it into something and I found it just recently again um, in my badge box, right? Mm. I don't think I've been to North Dakota since 2019, but it's uh, in pretty good shape. So, but just like, you know, being able to just like I say, you know, walk right in and I've never been to a blue and gold banquet before, but it felt like I'd been to a dozen when I went to that first one, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's just kind of the way it is, you know, <laughs> that instant commonality with, with people. And at the same time, again, you know, just seeing the different circumstances that people are in, even in, you know, even if we're, you know, like set aside the, the groups out there that are responding to natural disasters, right? Like just the different circumstances that scouting happens in, even in North America. Um, yeah. it. If you're living in a very fortunate circumstance, it really, really helps illustrate that. And it gives you some perspective on, you know, like, yeah, like this is, uh, I think for me, it gives me some perspective on, you know, just the fragility of, of this existence, right. That, you know, that we have mm-hmm. in Canada, like it's a, it's, it's not <laughs> how you and I live life has not been the common story of humanity for most of humanity's timeline. And it was not an easily attained thing. and. It's just, it's, it's very grounding at times to, you know, see people who are not in that same circumstance and to be able to share in their experience a little bit at any rate. um, But also to be able to still have something in common with them, still have something that you can share with them and also learn from them. It's uh, yeah, there's a lot that happens there. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, So. I don't know if that's any kind of adequate answer to the question as posed, but
1: in in answer to the question for us,
0: yes. <laughs> it has affected our Yeah, it has. It has been for, one hell of a learning curve. One absolute heck of a learning curve. But um, I don't know, like
1: for for others, do you think they would I I feel I feel like that's our perspective,
0: but like <laughs> you know. I mean, my hope would be that that is true for others as well. But then equally yeah. too you know it is and i guess this is i guess maybe this is i guess maybe you know this is also an opportunity to really make a plea to others um that you know if your group hasn't fostered these occasions to connect with scouts from other parts of the world and the thing is like i mean if you're fortunate enough to be able to travel whether that's uh, as part of your job or um something you do as a family or like if you're attending a jamboree right like i mean okay so if you're attending a jamboree that's one thing like you are a scout going to a jamboree to do scouting things in a scouting context that's a very Mm -hmm. special kind of thing but you know like if your family uh makes a point of traveling to different places consider reaching out to scout groups in whatever area you're going to um take an opportunity to meet up with them i have yet to meet the scout group that is not very very keen on having visitors from another group, even within yeah. Canada, let alone like you know if you're crossing the border, right? They yeah. they, they love those opportunities. In fact, um, for scouts in the U.S., it's a requirement for them to move up from weebleos to scouts. Uh, it is a requirement, or sorry, for it's a requirement for them to achieve. I think their arrow of light, which is like mm. their, uh, I guess the 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 loose equivalent would be the C.N.E. award, the top section award for Cub Scouts here in Canada. It's a requirement for them to achieve arrow of light. They have to actually have met and interacted with and learned about scouts and scouting in another country. No. So, you know, like, so, I mean, like, you know, if you're going to San Diego for a week at Disneyland, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's probably a scout group in Anaheim. I'll guarantee you there is, and mm-hmm. they might be happy to meet up with you. Um, so that's one thing, right? Like, just, you know, if you have the opportunity, reach out to other scout groups as you travel. You know, as you have occasion to travel, there's probably a scout group where you're going or nearby. Reach out to them. Yep. Um, but then, too, you know, even if you're not leaving home, um, there's like scout. There's scouting-focused Facebook groups. There's um, Scout Link, and like uh, you know, Scout Link are the ones who have all the infrastructure, IRC and Teamspeak and everything else for Jota Joti. And I mean, obviously, take part in Joda Jody. But the thing is, all of that infrastructure is still on, even when Joda Jody isn't happening in October. So oh. you know, take advantage of that. Yeah. Get online, meet some people from other parts of the world, and foster those connections. Right. Take part in Joda Jody. Uh And um, there are a number of uh, there are a number of great opportunities out there to interact with and meet scout groups from other countries, other places, even in Canada, whatever the case may be, um, take the opportunity to make those connections because they tend to be pretty darn rewarding, right? Um, Whether that's, you know, you can do Beaver Pen Pals, which we've done in the group in the past uh, with like Joey Scouts in Australia, or, um, you know, again, online meetups, we've done several of those, Uh, Most scout groups have gotten very, very good at setting those up now. Um, And, you know, uh, and again, especially like the U S scout groups, they're constantly looking to make those connections because their cub scouts need those connections to rank up. Hmm. So lots of opportunities there to reach out and, you know, um, it will be interesting no matter where you're talking to these scouts, no matter where they're from, it will be interesting to you to learn just what's the same and what's different about their scouting programs, about their circumstances. It will be fascinating every time. So if you have those opportunities, do take advantage of them and go looking for them because um, it will, it will blow your mind just, you know, um, to to see how other people do scouting and to see just how much you have in common with people from an area of the world that maybe is totally different from the one that you live in. Mm. Well, and on that note, do you have any shout-outs, good sir?
1: Uh, not as such, nope. I, mm-hmm. think, uh, I think I'm think i good.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh, I have several. Oh, okay. Some of these are quite backdated, and I apologize for not getting to them <laughs> well, sooner.
1: Well, it has been a while, so.
0: It has been. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I have a couple, actually, from the Strider. Uh, that's his Discord handle. Uh, mm-hmm. He's with the second Smith Falls Scouting Group. Oh, uh, right. That, yes.
1: I remember the the name yep. sounded familiar, so.
0: And so he's had a couple of things to say uh, following up on our get your group online episode, he reached out and mm-hmm. he said, I recently bought our group, a domain name and successfully applied for a Microsoft nonprofit tenancy. Uh, so the thing that I was talking about doing with Google workspaces, you can also mm-hmm. do with like Microsoft office and teams. Okay. Uh, he continues at work. I manage our workplace. 0 uh, So I've got a background in it. Also. I don't like Google. Now I just need to get another three to four scouters onboarded so I can have enough time to plan and set it up properly. One easy thing a group can do is register a domain name and point it at their social media site of choice. Ours is pointed at Facebook until I get something better going. So that is another option, right? Yep. Um, I remember in that episode, I mentioned like, you know, I register my domains through Google, so I get Google sites for free. Um, It's not much, but it's very easy to throw together a basic website that looks all right on desktop and mobile. Yeah, Um, But that is definitely another option. Just basically have the domain name redirect to whatever your main online presence is, whether that is Facebook or Instagram or or Twitter.com. A simple redirection is quite easily set up with most domain name registrars. A little while later, and I don't remember what episode this was in response to, but he later on added, uh, I've got a subway that I go to specifically because one lady there knows my order exactly. I sometimes get looks from other customers who watch me walk up as she just goes to town on my sandwich without asking any questions. Yep. Uh-huh. I tell them she can read my mind.
1: I, I feel, I feel that, that's, uh, <laughs> that,
0: <laughs> that was probably, that was probably one of the ones we did at, uh, at the restaurant there. And you were talking about yeah. how, you know, you were the regular and yeah, that was probably yeah. one of those. No yeah. You go you where
1: everybody that. knows your name.
0: <laughs> you, you get that. I haven't had that that much. I don't go to too many places with any great consistency. Although there was that one Chinese restaurant that we always used to order takeout from and then we stopped for like 9 months and then I called them back because we wanted takeout again and she's just like why haven't you called?
1: My my eldest <laughs> sister has that happened for uh uh what was it? I think they <clears throat> they have a takeout order on Friday that they order from the same restaurant every time and nice. uh when she, when she calls they they rattle off the order to her and she announces her name and there and then it's like yep that's the order okay nice, come, nice. we'll see you
0: soon it's like I, oh i guess we do have that ability nice nice <laughs> i guess we do have that here a little bit there's one restaurant across town that um because of course like we have a lot of allergy considerations that we have to deal with oh yes right and there's this one uh place across town that um, can do a really nice chicken curry that is allergy friendly to my wife's needs. Um, and so every time I call them up, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I just, I need the chicken curry with the fresh tomatoes. She's like, oh yeah. Okay. That's you. Okay, cool. Yeah, sure. We can get that for you. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's really nice to have that. And then uh, a couple of more. Uh, so another shout out to Scudder Dan, Dan Tapley, uh, wrote in a little while ago. And this is actually some news. I got to make sure that it gets into the next scouting five as well. But I'll mention it here. Uh, he says, "I thought I'd pass on some scouting news. Battlefields Council has joined the Partners for Life with Canadian Blood Services with the goal of having eligible scouting members donate 50 units in 2022." So I think uh, I think the way this works is that if you you know happen to be a scouting member and you are given to donating blood, um, I assume that you can uh, just name drop Battlefields Council and it will count towards their total. Mm. And I would assume this applies at any Canadian Blood Services location. I don't know for sure. I'm speculating. Um, but you know what? It certainly can't hurt to try. Uh, if you want to give Dan and his group a bit of a leg, or Dan and his council a bit of a leg up in their uh, self-imposed challenge, um, by all means consider name dropping battlefields council the next time you go to donate blood and uh and see if they can mark that to their credit and then finally uh shout out to my wife and her sister i just have to i don't even know how she ended up on the topic of leech therapy but to be fair you know again my wife healthcare professional leech therapy is still something they do right like, I mean, obviously there is the association with medieval medicine and rightly so, because that's where it came from. Just, just, just a little. Just yeah. Just a little. But it's still a thing they do today because like as not leeches actually are really, really good at, I think it's a wound cleaning thing. There's certain kinds of, of wound cleaning that leeches are very, very good at. Really? Yeah. So leech therapy is actually a thing that you will <laughs> still under the right circumstances be able to receive at insert hospital name here in at least here in in Edmonton the Edmonton region probably elsewhere across Canada as well
1: I am now educated
0: yeah so but for some reason she and her sister were talking about this and then all of a sudden I think it was her sister Mary who asked this initially but uh all of a sudden you know they were talking on the phone um and all of a sudden you know Grace turns around she's like hey is there a leech therapy badge in in scouting because there probably should be Just like There is not, to my knowledge, a leech therapy badge. There is an emergency skills badge stream. Leech therapy is not one of its requirements. Yeah, I would probably lump that under hobby, if anything, but yeah. I don't really know where I'd put that in the program. Maybe
1: first aid, but I don't know if that's changed.
0: Well, like I say, I mean, there's the emergency skills badge stream, but I'm pretty sure that they haven't added leech therapy to its checklists. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's the personal achievement badges, right? Which, oh, yeah. You know, could you, could
1: you be a leech therapist, like a leech therapy therapist?
0: Yeah. But like, I don't know what I would put that under, right? Like, I mean, like, is that like, do I put that under like community beaver or is that like hobby? Like, I'm not sure where that goes, you know? Good question. (laughs) Good question. At any rate, the weird things I get asked. Mm -hmm.
1: You should have said yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you know what? Just for fun. You know what? I? You know what? My default answer is always, I can probably find a way to fit that in, right? Because that's the whole idea of the personal achievement badge is not being tied to specific requirements anymore, right? It's choose yeah. your own adventure. You know, you define your own badge requirements for the personal achievement stuff. So yeah. I'm sure I could fit it in somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'd want, you know, a 12-year-old administering leech therapy to me. That's a separate set of questions. But... <laughs> you've cut
1: yourself you need leech there <laughs> you need a leech ah!
0: <laughs> this is sam no
1: i just need a band-aid and so <laughs> it's infected
0: oh. oh anyway so there you go weird questions from from my end of things mm-hmm. cool well so that's a good episode to start the year with i think so all righty well thank you for taking the time good to talk to you again We'll don't have get don't you have person. some other shout-outs? Like uh Oh or, yeah, right. Jeez, I'm you know, sorry. Well, mm-hmm. The
1: usual the usual suspects.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh yes, as always, I, I should give a shout-out to Scouting Radio for rebroadcasting our episodes to their worldwide scouting audience. If you're listening to us on Scouting Radio right now, like seriously, um do consider getting in touch.
1: Scouter Ken. Yeah. Uh to gain some world perspective, mm. how would uh,
0: How would one get a hold of us these days? Ah, well, so, as always, you can email us. Um, Just go to scoutingstuffpodcast.com, and there's actually, like, a contact form there on the website, or scoutingstuffpodcast at gmail.com or outlook.com. We have options. Uh, You can go to scoutingstuffpodcast.com and leave us a voice message. Just look for the, it's orange now. It used to be blue. I noticed lately that it is orange. I think it has finally started... Um, following the color scheme that I have set for the site in general. But now it is an orange microphone button. So look for that. <laughs> or I mean, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, SSYSK podcast at Twitter until I can think of a better handle. Um, Scouting Stuff podcast at Facebook and Instagram. You can join our Discord server. And I have started updating. Since TikTok expanded to allowing five-minute videos, I have started putting things back on the TikTok profile that I set up for the podcast as well, so I'll make sure that link is included in the show notes. Um,
1: Ooh, are are you and I going to take a crack at TikTok dances? No. I I hear that's a thing. It is. It's
0: probably a trend that's passed by. I think we missed that trend. I I think so, too. Now that I've
1: said it, I'm like, oh, I've just dated myself.
0: God. That was early pandemic. This is late pandemic. Well, we missed sea shanties, Scouter oh. Ken. We could have done sea oh. shanties. We did. We did miss sea shanties. <laughs> but you know, it's not the same without Mike Apedale. Oh, uh, well, I'm sure we could have rooked him in. Yeah. <laughs> he was, a he little was Paris the best, privateer. Yeah. He was the best shanty guy at uh, WJ Easy. Yeah. That's true. Ah. Uh, so anyways, yeah. All of those means of contacting us. Or hey, leave us a review on, well, I mean, just again, you can go to scoutingstuffpodcast.com, you can leave reviews directly on the site, and it'll also link you to other services that support leaving reviews. So iTunes, Podchaser, I think that's it. Anyways, there she be. Alright, well, now, <laughs> thank you for taking the time. Good to see you again, and we'll have to do this in, here? in yep. person at some point. Um, I gotta show you the new recording toy, but Ooh. later. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, it's boxed away right now. But, mm. And thank you out there for listening. And until next time, be prepared.